Hey, what is up you guys? This is Vivian. Welcome back to the Be The Light Academy podcast. How have you guys been? <laughs> have you found your stability yet? Has organization re-entered into your experience? I will be real. This is the first week probably since, I don't know, the middle of February where I have found some type of organization you know, back in my life, um, especially regarding, you know, kind of my career and my work um, life. I just hadn't been able to cultivate that, you know, up until now. Um, and finally, it's returning. And I am so happy. <laughs> All right. Like I have definitely missed it. My Virgo brain was, I don't know, malfunctioning without it. So I'm very happy to, you know, like I said, have a little bit of organization back in my experience, you know, tidy up some loose ends, that sort of energy. So this podcast uh, episode, I actually already had filmed and I was listening back to it. And I don't know, I just felt like something was missing. <laughs> I wasn't really sure what that was. Um, and basically, just to give you guys kind of like an idea of what that episode was about. It was essentially about me kind of expressing, you know, my challenges regarding, you know, my breakup. I had talked about how I was kind of entering into maybe my tower moment, um, you know, regarding the breakup. And I was starting to just have some conflict, I guess, regarding... Um, you know, my ex and how I was feeling about how things went down. Uh, you know, I've also been really feeling his energy lately. Uh, and I've had to put up a lot of um, energetic boundaries. You know, I've had to do a lot of cord cutting, a lot of energy clearing. And, um, you know, it's been hard, if I'm being honest, you guys. Uh, in that episode, you know, one thing that really stuck out to me, and maybe I'll still post it, you know, I don't know. Uh, I kind of have to sit with it for a little while longer. <clears throat> but in that episode, you know, I talked about how this was the first time I've ever felt my specific person's energy in a very challenging way. Because usually I feel his energy in a very exciting, loving, um open-hearted kind of way. I like to feel how he is feeling and understanding his experience. I like to share in that energy. And lately, it's just been the total opposite. You know, I find his energy almost repulsive. I find it very annoying, um, you know, and, and frustrating, if I'm being really honest. And part of that is because I intuitively feel and hear his messages of confusion, of upset, of anger at himself, at the situation, at his partner, at me, at life, at God, <laughs> you know, at what's happening currently with the entire world. He's just in a really, I, I'm going to call it like a dense place, like an energetically dense place. Um, the energy's heavy and, you know, like I said, it's really, it, it's really challenging to feel him at this moment in time, but I have been trying to accept, you know, that 
sometimes I'm going to feel him in a challenging way. It's not always going to be awesome and higher vibrational, you know. And I'm very lucky because for a long time, any type of energy that I was feeling coming from him was always very higher vibrational. It was always, like I said, exciting. It was always growing and learning and motivated. And lately I'm not feeling that. Um, so, and, it, and actually it's really been contradicting the energies that I've been feeling in my own personal experience because at the moment within my personal experience, I feel very happy. I feel very excited. I feel very at peace. So I do tend to get very frustrated when I start to feel his challenging energy arise. Um, another thing that really stuck out to me in that episode, you know, that I noted is that, you know, from doing years of energetic work, I can tell that he is putting a lot of focus and intention onto me. So much so, and I didn't include this in the last episode, but so much so that I'm having dreams about blocking him on social media and getting rid of him on the physical plane. Now, because I have done, like I said, years of energetic work, not only with myself, but with clients, um, I know that me blocking him, unadding him on social media is just a reflection of what he's thinking about himself right now. Um, and this is actually, I think, important for you guys to know out there, especially if you have a specific person, you have a highly energetic connection, they block you because of your own self-talk, because of your own energy towards yourself. Um, and I am seeing that within my experience with my specific person. You know, I'm having dreams about blocking him. There are days where I feel the urge to just totally delete him on a physical level. But, you know, I know that there's no real reason to do that in the long run. I know that that is just a physical manifestation, you know, of how he's talking to himself. You know, so it that is how you get blocked. You know, it is your own self-talk. Um, so, so that's just to bear that in mind, you guys, um, you know, and like I said, I mean, he's just in a really energetically dense place. So I'm picking up his vibrations of, you know, what he's putting out, especially towards himself and the situation, you know, between me and him and, you know, his current partner and really his choices. I feel part of the reason why. I ended up choosing not to post that episode right away is because there was a level of it being Im imbalanced, you know, there, there was a level of ungroundedness to that episode coming from me because, you know, I, I am frustrated at him and I am upset at the situation still. You know, I would be lying to you guys if I said that I wasn't, you know, I still am going through the challenges of the ending, you know, of my relationship with him. Um, and my relationship with him was a long term committed connection. You know, he was my partner. We were in a stable, committed connection, you know, really for the last three years, 
And, um, you know, for the last five, we've known each other, we've been in each other's lives consecutively, we've been in some form of relationship and connection, um, you know, and, and that has looked differently over the years. Um, and then prior to that time, you know, I, I just knew I was in some type of, um, energetic connection and really that moment of my life I more attribute to my ascension journey which kind of had to do with him um kind of not you know definitely the entering of him into my experience pushed me into um some type of vibrational shift you know some type of like I said ascension um you know but the last five years have been more connected and and we've been more serious. So to lose my partner, you know, of five years has been really hard for me. Um, To lose my partner because he chose something pointless pisses me off. Like if I'm being honest, you guys, it makes me angry, Uh, you know, and I'm giving myself the space to feel these things so that I can release them and move forward from them. Uh, You know, I love my ex-partner I still do to this day you know and I'm not um feeling like that's necessarily a bad thing or that's something that I have to push away or let go of in any way um but there are moments you guys like I have my ugly moments too uh you know I have my moments where I sit and I think about his stupid relationship like this is this is how it goes down in my brain and then this is usually when I start to feel his energy intruding onto mine. And this is when I have to go and do like cord cutting meditations or, you know, return to sender, return energy to sender meditations, you know, do some type of balancing meditation. But I'll start to feel him and his energy will annoy and frustrate me. And I'll be like, why don't you just go and piss off? <laughs> And enjoy your girl who loves God because you annoy the absolute shit out of me. That's that's where I go. <laughs> and I'm only sharing this with you guys because I think it's important for those of you listening to know that even when you have done years of healing work, even when you've done years of energetic work, even when you can maintain you know, some type of higher vibrational state, you're still going to have your lower vibrational dense moments, right? And I'm going through that, you know, and I have no shame in telling you guys that I'm going through that um, because that's part of the growing experience. You know, that's part of the human experience. We're meant to experience the range of emotions, some of those being more challenging Others of those being, you know, more at ease, easier to handle. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going through some of those more challenging, you know, type of energies and emotions right now. One thing that's nice about um, <laughs> this moment in time and dealing with those, you know, more lo- lower vibrational feelings and energies is that I can kind of laugh at them now. Like when I experience them, I can let myself feel them and then release them. And after I'm done feeling them and releasing them, I can go, oh my God, that's kind of funny. You know, like I was really pissed off 
like <laughs> and it's kind of funny um so i can tell that from these moments i have grown a lot because i don't sit in those energies and those feelings for long periods of time and when they arise i just i allow myself to feel them deal with them so that i can release them and you know also give them space because as i said it's important to feel the more challenging um emotions and energies just as it is the higher vibrational ones that is um you know that's what i'm going through though and any time that I have been feeling him recently, this is more so within the past week, because uh, I would say I've probably been in this state for like two weeks now, but any time within the last seven days that I've been feeling his energy, I send, them, I send him the message of, listen, you need to let me go, because you are resisting letting me go. Like, you have made a choice to go and experience something, and now you need to go experience it. But you can't hold on to me while you're experiencing it. And um, the way in which he's holding on to me, it's, it's just energetic, you guys. And, and this is the power of energy. And if you're not aware of the power of energy and you're not attuned to it, you won't, you won't see how, how greatly it impacts and influences your experience. You know, and, and like I said, it makes me think of the dreams that I'm having where like I'm blocking him on social media because his energy is intrusive. It's in my space at the moment. It's, it's very um, just invasive, you know, and a lot of times, you know, blocking is the perfect example. You know, a lot of times when someone blocks your number, blocks you on social media, unads you, does all this stuff, like, it's usually because your energy is intruding onto theirs. It's being invasive onto theirs. And this is the first time ever within my experience, I am having moments where it's like I could potentially be the one physically blocking him out. And physically blocking is actually also a really positive thing because what happens is when you block that person or you unadd them, it usually breaks their energy. You know, it usually stops their obsession. It usually breaks the intrusive energy, the repetitive energy. Um, and it does that because it forces you to release your control of the situation. So, um, you know, if it comes down to that, if that's something that I have to do in order for him to let me go, energetically especially, most importantly, then I will do it. Um, I don't think it will get to that space just because you know, I am aware of energy, I have the energetic tools to protect myself, you know, to release my, release him, or I guess, yeah, his energy from me, um, you know, and return it back to him so that he can deal with it. You know, I have those tools, I have that awareness, I don't live in the physical, so I could care less whether I have him on social media or not. 
you know, <laughs> it just doesn't matter to me. Um, clearly it matters to him, but who cares, you know? Um, and actually it made, I reflect back on, you know, when he unadded me and then added me back because I can tell even from that moment now, having kind of been in hindsight regarding everything and feeling his energy currently, it very much matters to him that he still has some type of physical access to me. Um, you know, he's living in the 3D. I actually intuitively kind of feel when he unadded me, it was to get my attention. It was to get me to reach out. Uh, did I know that at the time? A little bit, but I was more following my inner guidance on, okay, well, you're telling me I need to reach out to him. So higher self, what do you want me to say? <laughs> you know, so it is what it is, though. It doesn't really matter, you know, and, and um, in that moment, he could have not added me back and, you know, I would have been okay. Uh, but clearly he would not have been okay. And when he did unadd me, I did find it really weird because he made it so that I could still message him. So, I mean, that kind of says it all, you know. Um, <laughs> it's funny, but it's kind of dumb, you know, not to be mean to him, but it is stupid. Anyways, though, um, like I said, it's been really hard for me. And um, I do... I do give him space still, you know, in my experience. And I think this is an interesting part of my tower moment. Like, what space do I give him now? Um, what is the space I'm meant to give him? You know, and this brings me to that idea of like holding space, right? And I'm curious, and I've really been working with my higher self and channeling messages on what kind of space am I meant to be holding for him now? What does that look like? And really the question I've been being posed with is, well, what do you want with him? What do you want with him? Uh, it's up to you. Do you want him back or do you not? <laughs> And that's a really interesting uh, question because for the first time in my life, I don't know if I want him back. Um, I definitely anticipate that if he does come back, he needs to be ready to be a partner um, in whatever way he's capable of. But it has to be a way in which aligns to all the growth that I have done. Um, because I know that I am worthy of a partner who is equally as strong as me. And that is still hard for me to sometimes fully own, if I'm being real with you guys, um, because I don't know as if he will be able to become that type of partner. And that's not to demean his ability to heal to grow, to ascend, but it's it's his choice. And as far as I'm concerned, he's just sitting on his ass right now doing nothing. He'll obsess about the situation. He'll overthink it. He'll replay it in his mind, but he will do no work to try and grasp the deeper meaning, try to look at his wounds, try to become 
you know, a better version of himself from it. He sits in his pointless relationship, uses that person for no, like no app, no absolute purpose. Um, that person is starting to get fed up. I can definitely feel it. Um, and it's unfortunate. I mean, (laughs) so to me, and I think he knows this and I, and I, and I think this is why it freaks him out, you know, and I have definitely been feeling him wanting to contact me recently. And I've kind of been putting out vibes to the universe of like, I don't want that. Tell him he can keep it. I'm only curious in communicating, you know, if, if he's ready to grow, you know, become the best version of himself. Um, but I feel that he ultimately knows that that is what I desire. Like, if you're going to re-enter into my experience, you're going to come back a better version of yourself or you're not going to come back at all. And I have been getting used to that energy because I have been exploring, you know, a potential reality without him. And it's not that, like I said, I'm demeaning his ability to grow, to heal, to learn, to be the best version of himself. But I don't know as if he's willing to put in the effort. And I'm definitely not going to stick around to find out that he may not. Um, (laughs) and I just, I don't know, like, I don't know how to handle and cope with that. It also upsets me a little bit that I do feel there is a timeline unfolding where he does come back into my experience whenever that may be. And, um, and he tries to be with me, but it's in a way that is really annoying, kind of like his energy now. And I don't necessarily want to experience that, but at the same time, because we share an energetic connection, because we learn with each other, now that we've recognized each other, we learn with each other and he needs to learn. So it's something that I think I have to be open to Um, And I think that that's part of holding space within this connection. Part of holding space is just being open to the fact that I learn and I grow with him. And, you know, if that does manifest, I know that I'm strong. I know that I will handle the situation in the highest way possible. uh, Because, you know, I know that I will be listening to my guidance and I will be, you know, following my intuition following my heart, much like I did, you know, with this last type of scenario. I am definitely having to remind myself to remain open to his energy because I have been doing, you know, something not so great either, which is pushing him away a little bit. Uh, Because like I said, his energy is so intrusive and very invasive where I just... You know, I kind of just want to shut his energy down like I do. I want to ignore him and push him away. Uh, but I know that that is not right either. You know, that that avoids um, problems, <laughs> you know, and that also manifests things that you don't necessarily want in the end. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've just been identifying the moments that I do that. 
you know, and I remind myself it's okay to feel his energy. I can feel it in a healthy way. I can hold space in a healthy way. Um, you know, and I am learning how to do that. And, um, I'm having a challenging time, but also it's new information to me. So it's something that, you know, I am going to have to work on. I think I've also been pushing him out lately because, you know, I am connecting with someone who, I mean, I do really care about and I've been, you know, connecting with him for three months now, three or four months, you know, and I enjoy him and I'm excited to build something with him. And, um, you know, I really haven't, I, I haven't been manifesting things in terms of my, you know, my ex at this point, my divine masculine. And I think that he feels that a little bit and it freaks him out because a lot of what I've been manifesting has been, you know, kind of going on to this new connection. Like, what do I want to build in this connection? What am I open to creating within this connection? Um, you know, what lessons and experiences are meant to, you know, um, transpire within this connection? Like, that's what I'm more focused on right now. Um, actually, as well as a lot of other things that don't even have to do with relationships. Uh, you know, I'm moving at some point. Um, I don't know when now <laughs> because all this stuff has happened, you know, in the world, but at some point that is going to happen. Um, you know, I am expanding within my career. I'm expanding again with my spiritual services. You know, I have a lot of exciting things going on. I want to travel again, that one, not really sure when that stuff is going to manifest because, you know, the world is just not in a place for that to unfold currently, but at some point that that, that is going to come to fruition, you know, basically I've been manifesting every other area of my experience in my life, um, currently except the one with my, my ex, you know, my divine masculine. And I think he feels that because for a long time, manifesting within that connection was a priority for me. And it's not necessarily a priority for me anymore um, or a want. And that's new energy for me. Sometimes it scares me, you guys, because I'm like, oh my God, like, what does this mean? This is the most I've ever, I have ever let go of my connection with him in my whole life. It's the most I've ever surrendered the connection. And um, I... I mean, it's new and like I said, it, it kind of freaks me out because I don't know exactly what it means because it's, it's, it's deep, deep surrender, like to a point where I wake up and he's not the first thing I think about. I'll go days without thinking about him, <laughs> um, weeks at this point, you know. I know that a lot of these podcast episodes have been, you know, focused on him and focused on the experience, um, you know, but I film these podcasts, you know, once, once every few weeks, you know, um, so in like for an hour, you know, and a lot of times that's what he's getting when it comes to my energy. And lately I have had to, like I said, really put up the energetic boundaries because I think he's trying to 
kind of bogart his way back into my energy, you know, by obsessively thinking and, you know, focusing on the past between us and how events went down and what he wishes he would have said and what he wishes I would have said and the choices he wished he would have made and, you know, all that crap. But you, but like, there's no point in living in that type of energy because you can't go backwards, right? Living in the past creates depression and living in the future creates anxiety. You just got to move with your present moment. And that's not to say that you can't give past events, you know, the space, the space to um, present themselves because you definitely have to, you know, you, you have to reflect, but you have to reflect in order to understand, not sit in a repetitive state of not even reflecting, but overthinking to a point where you've just talked about and overthought, you know, the whole situation in a way that just gets you nowhere. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't move you forward. It just puts you in a state of depression, anxiety, fear, anger, upset, you know, and that's currently where his energy is at. I've also been sending him the energy of like, you know, I'm not going to give you the time of day until you leave your partner. One, because you're using her and you're trying to use me. And I'm not okay with that. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. Doesn't work that way. You need to honor yourself and leave the thing that you're in because you know it doesn't serve you. He doesn't want to do that because I think he knows, oh, well, she's moving on. So what if I go back and she doesn't take me back? Then I have to be alone. And the coach in me is like, yeah, because that's what you need. You need to be alone. You need to be with yourself. You need to start giving yourself the time of day to heal to get to know yourself in that deeper, more intimate way, <laughs> you know, and, and he will not, he will not leave his current partner because he knows that I will not take him back. And, um, you know, he doesn't want to be alone with himself, with his ugly, but at some point we all, we all get to be alone with our ugly because we have to be. You know, but it is a choice. Are we going to, are we going to work through it or are we just going to push it away? You know, and I, I don't know. I don't know what he's capable of. I, I think I don't know what he's capable of because he doesn't know what he's capable of or he doesn't think he's capable of doing that healing, of becoming a better version of himself. I think that is probably more likely, unfortunately, Oh, it's just a lot, you know? Um, but, but I mean, one thing that I know, you know, from being an intuitive, as I said, is he is in for a rude awakening. I just heard within the next three to four weeks, I see more of a timeline of maybe five months, you know? His connection is not going to last. It doesn't matter how hard he holds on to it. He underestimated the person's strength who he is with. And she is. She's going to be like, you know what? I deserve better. Bye. <laughs>
and she should like he treats her like she is nothing and that is just so appalling to me because he believes she is nothing she believes she has no point which is probably why in the moments I get really angry when I get really angry I'm like oh my god you're pointless simple bible thump girlfriend (laughs) you know I get angry because part of that is that part of that is the reflection that he believes about her and I sit and I think about that and I'm like god that is so gross and then when I feel about what he thinks about me is oh my god she's the one that got away she's beautiful she's everything I wanted I ruined it I ruined it you know like he puts me on a pedestal and that's also really gross you know neither energy I'm a fan of neither energy um and you know I I And this is why I've been trying to really, really, you know, um, support the energetic boundaries, doing the cord cutting meditations. Um, But I also need to figure out how to hold space because it's not healthy to totally reject the energy, you know. It's not totally healthy to be totally blocked from it. Uh, Because it's just another form of pushing away. Like, this is a test in balance. You know? Do you have the skill to balance? Do you have the skill to maintain boundaries, but also hold space? And um, I'm finding that I do, which is nice. But again, you know, it's something I'm new at. Um... And I'm actually really excited to bring you guys this sort of information along the way about healthy boundaries, especially because I feel that this this moment in time within my experience actually teaches me a lot of valuable tools for other areas of my life as well. Uh, you know, sometimes we need to assert healthy boundaries, whether it be within our family relationships, whether it be within our work relationships, whether it be within, you know, our own relationship with ourselves. Healthy boundaries are key to successful relationships, but I'm learning, so is holding space. And there is definitely a very delicate balance (laughs) between the two. And it makes me think of the Two of Pentacles card because, you know, a lot of readers will read that card as like juggling, right? It's a juggling act. Um, But it can also talk about finding the perfect balance. Um, You know, you're like the in-between stage of finding balance. So yeah, you are a little bit wobbly, but you can still find the ultimate stability It just might take a little bit of practice, it might take a little bit of time, and it might take, you know, the energy of juggling, which is definitely kind of what I feel like I've been in recently. You know, one way in which I have found creating a healthy boundary that also holds space is actually with the man that I am, you know, currently in a relationship with. Um, You know, he has had questions about my relationship with my ex-partner um and you know 
I have been open to actually discussing, you know, matters regarding my ex. Um, and in a strange way, it creates some type of healthy balance. Um, and I was afraid to do that at first, but I was feeling the urge to talk about my ex when this man was asking about him. It was like I was getting intuitive message, messages where it was like, it's okay, you know, to talk about your past relationship with this person. Just, you know, trust that it's okay. It's going to help stabilize. And it actually has done that. And I think why I was afraid to talk about it, you know, <laughs> with this man that I'm seeing is because, you know, I don't want him to think that he, you know, talk about third party situations, that he is in a third party situation where it's like, I can't get over my ex and, you know, somehow I'm like, you know, um, leading him on. But, you know, when I sit with the truth, I know that that is not the truth, you know, and, and that is, I think, evident, you know, in what is manifesting between us. And I know that when he brings up my ex, which hasn't been, you know, often, but he has had his questions, <laughs> you know, um, just me being open and honest and truthful with him has been very helpful. Um, and, you know, I also think in a way it, um, it also creates for more almost respect for me as a partner that this man has towards me. And it actually has created a lot of respect that I have towards him. Um, I would also say trust too, you know, like, oh, we can, we can talk about, you know, serious things. Um, or we can talk about our past and he also has done that, you know, in his own way with me. It just kind of manifests a little bit differently because for him, it more so has to do with his health, you know, and he's, and he is vulnerable and open about, you know, his own fears regarding his health, especially in this time, you know, because he is susceptible. Um, so it's, it's been really nice to share that truthful and honest energy with him. He's also had a past partnership that didn't work out because, you know, this person judged him, you know, for his health for something he couldn't control. Um, so, I mean, it's been kind of healing for both of us, um, you know, and, and I'm really enjoying, I'm really enjoying being able to experience you know, that type of, um, open-hearted kind of energy and very honest energy, because this is actually something that I did not get, you know, often with my ex-partner. He was just very emotionally repressed. He would not want to talk about his past. He did not want to look at his wounds. <laughs> he didn't want to look at the aspects of himself that he didn't like. And as far as I'm concerned, to some degree, he still doesn't you know, um, I will say when he comes back, it's gonna be a challenge, you know, because it will take a lot for me to give up what I have with this other person to be with my ex-partner. 
And it makes me think a long time ago, you guys, <laughs> when I was younger, um, you know, I had a reading regarding the situation, you know, with my divine masculine and, um, I'll never, I will never forget all of the three readers that I went to. I went to three and it was over the span of maybe like three or four months, right? And these are the only three readings I've really ever gotten. Um, but they all said the same type of message. They said, if you choose to be in a relationship with him, it will not be for a long, long time. And I remember, oh my God, getting that reading and being like, what? What do you mean a long, long time? You know, and I, <laughs> I sit here five years later, you know, five, six, six, seven years later, something like that, you know, and oh, I, I get it now. Um, because what's happening is we are approaching that moment. And it's if I choose to be with him, it's up to me. And it's funny because when I was getting that reading, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be his choice. And he's never going to choose me. <laughs> you know, like that's what I, you know, that, that goes to show how far you can come, you know, in these type of energetic connections. Because I didn't think I had any worth. I didn't think I deserved any type of love or happiness you know, or the love or happiness that I desired, you know, I, I didn't hold any, any self-love, um, any, any type of positive self-talk. And, um, you know, I hold all of those things now and I feel really good about myself. Um, and I very much value the connection that I have had with my ex-partner, but at the same time I sit here and I want to share that energy with someone who is capable of receiving that energy and also giving it in return. You know, basically I want a healthy partner and I believe that when my ex-partner returns, because it's just inevitable, you know, I just think it's a part of, it's another lesson. Um, I think I will have to be making a choice. You know, I'm either going to try and work things out with my ex or I'm going to continue being with the man I'm currently with. And I trust that however that manifests, I will be perfectly fine. You know, you know, I used to get so upset when I would think about those readings because I was because I would be like, why isn't it just you know, why can't they just give me a direct answer? I don't know. Like, why? Why? You know, and I sit here and I do readings for people now and I do coaching and I get why. I get why now because one, it depends on how much growth you've done. And two, nothing is set in stone the way people think and want it to be. You're constantly choosing your experience. And if you're attuned to your highest good, you will always, always, always choose the best possible path. There is no wrong path, but there is always a better one. I'll be real, you know, and you want to be attuned to it. So I just trust when that moment comes, it'll manifest the way it's meant to manifest. Um, 
you know, and, um, you know, it is what it is. There's not much else I can say on it because <laughs> it hasn't come about yet. Um, but I do, I really like the person, you know, that I'm connecting with now. And one thing that these other readers also all said was a lot of good things are coming. They may be challenging, you know, upon receiving them, but they're all really good things. And I do look at how my experience has unfolded and I'm like, wow, that was really on point because yes, I have gone through some challenging moments, but I have never been unhappy or dissatisfied or ungrateful, unappreciative for what's come into my experience. I have always been incredibly happy with, with what has come into my experience. And yes, you know, some things have come in as a surprise. Some things have manifested in ways I wouldn't have even guessed, you know, but I'm always happy with them. So I just hold space and faith that whatever happens with my ex-partner, I will ultimately be happy with, no matter what that is. And we'll just have to see what it is, you guys, okay? I'm I'm as curious to find out as much as you guys, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so that is this episode. I definitely already feel like this one is better than the one I had already recorded, um, you know, because I came down from my frustration high and <laughs> was able to you know, get a more grounded message out there, you know, that can hopefully help you guys. Um, and I listen back, you know, I think I said this in the last episode, I listen back to these recordings because I record them from a space of channeling. And I think that that is what my last episode lacked is it <laughs> didn't really feel like channeling. It just felt like me playing into a lot of my frustrations, you know, and, um, Thankfully, I can already tell this one does not feel that way. I feel much more comfortable putting this out for public consumer consumption <laughs> than the other one, okay? All right, you guys, if you want to work with me, book a reading or a healing session with me, um, head over to my website, BeTheLightAcademy.com to find out more information regarding my services there. You can request a booking on the booking tab or email me at LearnTheLightAcademy at gmail.com. I am still offering my services as of right now. I will be honest though, it may take me a moment to conduct your healing session, to conduct your reading session. It could potentially take three to four weeks. Um, I am hoping to bust through the current readings and healing sessions that I have at the present moment. Um, you know, so that I can get on a much better timeline and time frame, you know, for my intuitive clients, um, you know, but between my university work and, you know, working with you guys, it, it's been hard, but, you know, I feel that shift happening where things are going to get more balanced again. Um, so, you know, definitely email me. And if you have a question about my turnout rate, you know, definitely ask me and I will be honest, you know, um, what else? Um, subscribe to my YouTube channels, my pick a card reading channel, learn the light Academy 
and then my main channel where I post this podcast and kind of other sort of eclectic videos. <laughs> um, that is my Be The Light Academy channel. Make sure that you're following me on Anchor and Spotify or whatever platform you listen to this podcast on. All right, you guys, thank you for tuning in again. It's been lovely. Keep learning to live from the light and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.